Hey guys, I got a short piece for you today that I wrote almost exactly two years ago. It's a bit provocative, it's on a cultural topic, and it's entitled, Charlie Hebdo as an excuse to take selfies. Forgive my bluntness, but I can't help but notice the odd Western response to the Charlie Hebdo tragedy. It's so abstract. The rallies, the symbolism, the arm-in-arm marches, the dramatic storyline between freedom of speech, the pen, versus religious fanaticism, the gun. Terrorists raid a magazine headquarters and shoot people, and the first response is for millions of people to walk with signs, to flood Twitter with clever hashtags. Public leaders and the media are claiming that this is all to show solidarity. But I ask, to whom is everybody showing their solidarity? To their neighbors who already agree with them and who already share the same culture? All of this seems like a peculiar way to react to an act of terrorism. If I were feeling cynical, I'd say that Charlie Hebdo is being used by some people as a social media opportunity complete with Twitter hashtags and memes. It's an excuse for people to take selfies and identify themselves with a cause to show people how civilized they are. Now, if that sounds harsh, take a look at some photos from the big rally in France. You'll find these at my website, steve-patterson.com. Political leaders locking arms and marching in solidarity. Now, what that means is photographers and organizers getting paid to stage a photo op for political gain. Most people saw one photo in the media. You have a line of notable European leaders all locking arms, and it looks like there's a big crowd behind them. It looks like the crowd of regular folks is participating in a rally. But another picture was taken from a different angle, and you can see what it actually looked like. Politicians separated from their constituency, quartered off from the general public to create a pretty photo op. No different than a president throwing out a pitch at a baseball game. This image was deliberately crafted by a group of political staffers to make their bosses look good. So I ask, what have these rallies accomplished? Whose mind has been changed by public demonstrations? Surely no radical Muslims. Painting a dramatic narrative of Western civilization versus barbarism sounds romantic, and it certainly whips up people's emotions. But does it do any good? Does it affect anything outside of our own emotions? I don't think so. I don't bring this up to be a curmudgeon. I sincerely want to make a difference, and I'm convinced that idly demonizing acts of terrorism and showing solidarity with each other is pointless. A more effective response, though it's considered heresy in the West, is to see terrorists as rational humans, not as raving lunatics. The terrorists, like every other human, had reasons for their actions, and they acted in accordance with their beliefs. If we want to prevent such occurrences from happening again, we must understand their reasoning and motivation, rather than simply characterize them as evil, with no more elaboration needed. Now, I'm not defending their actions, of course. I'm simply recognizing that they have beliefs which should not be immediately thrown in the waste bin. If Charlie Hebdo is a tragedy, then where exactly did the terrorists go wrong in their thinking? 
Was it the religious fanaticism, their particular interpretation of the Quran? Was it political extremism, not grounded in rationality? Was it their cultural beliefs about violence? The best way to answer these questions is to listen to the terrorists themselves. On many occasions, radical Muslims have explained the rationale for their actions. It turns out they aren't foaming at the mouth savages. For example, take some audio footage from a grocery store in France where one terrorist took several hostages. He explained quite clearly that his actions were because of the French military's behavior in the Middle East. Frenchmen pay taxes to their government, and their government kills innocent people in the Middle East. Therefore, this terrorist was going to exact revenge for the Frenchman's complacency. Doesn't sound like the ramblings of some schizophrenic madman, does it? And until we recognize this, we will never persuade any radical Muslim who's on the fence about joining the same cause as these men. We must engage the ideas, both religious and political, if we want to dissuade future terrorists from being persuaded by bad ideas. The battle is not between insane jihadists and rational Westerners, and it's not between pious jihadists and evil Westerners. The simplistic good versus evil or rational versus irrational narrative is wrong in both directions. It's too easy to demonize one side or the other, and that's how wars get started. Now, I realize it might sound soft and weak, but if we sincerely want to persuade people to change, we must begin by listening to each other's ideas. And maybe, just maybe, all angry jihadists don't hate the West for our freedoms. And maybe, just maybe, the West is not engaged in some debaucherous assault on Islam or Christianity. The only way to find out is to muster up some basic level of respect for one another and listen. That would be a far more concrete and beneficial reaction to the Charlie Hebdo tragedy than creating symbolic art. If you like the sound of these ideas, if they resonate with you, then make sure to subscribe. And if you want to help create more content like this, then check out patreon.com slash stevepatterson, and you can help support the creation of a more rational worldview. To read this article or to learn about my books, check out steve-patterson.com.